So there is a thought about an alternate universe, um, and that get, just really gets into physics and quantum you know, physics, really quantum physics. Mm. What I really thought about was the whole idea when I when we watch Interstellar, and I know that you aren't really a fan of that movie. I thought it was, I mean, it was, it was entertaining. But I found it very, very fascinating. Um, just all of the layers of um, the Matthew McConaughey character. And then at the end, when you look at it and you see like the book falling off the shelf and it was actually him pushing mm, the book off that's of the right. shelf. Yeah. And you're like, Oh my God, that was him in that dimension. I, you know, it it really just got me thinking about a lot of things. And it's so, that whole like idea of the of the space time, the continuum kind of being not linear, yeah, and not linear. And so mm-hmm. it it brought me to thinking about our lives mm-hmm. and. You know, what, where we were in different points in our lives before we met each other. And that might not be the same thing as quantum physics. I'll give you that. However, it always fascinates me to wonder, okay, so what was Lex doing in this year and what I was doing in this year? Before we even knew each other, before, yeah. Before any of that. Yeah. And then how did that bring us together? Like following the chain of uh, the chain of custody, as it were, or like <laughs> the, yeah. And then... Like the train of consciousness or... Yeah. Right. I know, I know what you mean, kind of, yeah. Right. And then are we together on these different planes, if you go with that theory of there's alternate realities on several different planes are we living together on these different universes you mean like is our Have reality still still together as a as, as a couple yeah as us or would we say that are we, we just individual yeah yeah individual mm-hmm. or or have, are we with different people on these parallel? Mm-hmm. You know, I think there some movie was made about that. I'm sure several movies have been made about that. But <laughs> I like your train of thought, though. I, I can follow you with that. How will we even know, though, what the answer is? Well, I mean, because I think a lot of it is just like theory, right? It's like there's nothing that you could prove one way or another. Well, there's this obsession with proving something to be, you know, true or disproving it or, you know, make making it true or making it false. And mm. it really becomes, for me, it's like how important is that? Because sometimes there is no, there is no proof, mm-hmm. which then goes into a whole nother sect of, of 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 
of not necessarily reality because you have no proof of it. And what we've established as reality is having proof of something, right? You you have to like come with your this is the definitive thing that this I is can what prove. makes it real. This right? is what makes it real. Like a statement of fact. A statement yeah. of fact. And I guess at the end of the day, you know, you wonder, do you really need that? I mean, and I, I guess that goes into a whole nother realm of you talk about, can you, know. you Well, it's like, can you can you know things to be true without having proof? Yeah, what we consider to be proof. Proof, and I, I, I'd almost like say air quotes proof. In air quotes, <laughs> the so-called proof. You know, it, I do wonder about this. In you the know. so-called pudding. <laughs> right, I mean, I, I wonder about this. And, mm. you know, just because you can put two plus two is four. But, I mean, do we really know two plus two is four? Well, that's what... We, That's what yeah, people we call it. Tell that. us it's two plus two is we four. We all sort of agree that that is a truth. But what is two? Hmm. What is the definition of two? I, I don't. I mean, it's a number. We've we've all agreed. I and I guess that's that's the other thing too. As a society or as mm-hmm. this construct that we have, we've decided that those numbers added together equal four. But what if we decided one day that that didn't, that wasn't the case? So much of it is really based on on an agreed upon, an agreed upon consensual, sort of agreed Mm -hmm. upon construct. Right, that construct. That is limiting but also manageable. And I guess at some point, you know, you have to, you have to have rules for things, right? You you have to say, well, this is what what we've said that that we're all the rules that we're going to play by, and 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 people either play by them. Or they, or they don't. And I guess that, that's what builds the construct, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's the scientists and the theologians and the physicists and people that, that have inspiration and they kind of think outside the box and sort of stretch, stretch, the, stretch the boundaries of the agreed-upon construct. You know, like the idea of quantum physics and the idea of a nonlinear time and space and alternate realities, alternate planes, alternate coexisting, co- coexisting in what we call time and space. And what? that's kind of cool. That, But I think that a lot of times those people are not necessarily um, easy to understand or to follow, you know. <laughs> It's well, kind of it's kind of mind, you know mind bending um, stuff, but well, and I think that just by definition of saying that 
you know, you're you're talking about things that are kind of outside of the the construct or right. these agreed upon these agree, agreed upon um, boundaries. It's it's kind of defies the the, mm-hmm. the whole the whole concept. It stretches it stretches the imagination. It stretches the I you know. The ideas, and I think, but but I think that we have to recognize too that I mean, so many things that we perceive and call reality now, we had no idea existed a hundred years ago, a thousand years ago, you know. And now it's like, oh yeah, of course, there's atoms, there's protons, there's neutrons, there's you know all of these things that we can say exist, that we believe exist, that we can prove in a microscope exist. And what's to say that there's not a million other things just right on the brink that we don't, we can't prove yet. But in a hundred years, it'll be like, oh, yeah. And there's back to that thing of the proof. And so I say about that proof, what's interesting is, is that I think that's what always comes up with the idea or the conflict sometimes with proof and faith. And which one, I mean, sometimes there's a a competition. It's like which one wins. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Science and faith or, yeah. People think that they, they have to be mutually exclusive sometimes. But they don't necessarily need to be. And, but, I mean, sometimes people think that they, they do need to be. It seems kind of small, though. I mean, it seems sort of limited, you know, to think that you have to pick between those two things as if they are mutually exclusive. When you have a buffet. Yes. When you have the... The possibility. The, the possibility potential. of everything. Yep. The potential is like beyond words, really. And your parallel universes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. I like to think of things that make me feel like my mind is bigger, you know, instead of like, oh, limiting me to like an either or a box, proof, whatever that means. <laughs>